This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Yesterday, we talked about a slate of women directors featured in this year's Chicago European Union Film Festival at the Gene Siskel Center. Today, we turn the spotlight on Paige Tall. She's a Chicago filmmaker whose work explores black identity and what it means to her and her community. She recently spoke with our sister station Vocalo for its Shy Sounds Like series. My name is Paige Tall. I'm a filmmaker, and this is what Chicago sounds like. I like to make work about Black people, myself included. I guess calling it uh, experimental nonfiction because it's not quite documentary. I mean, I do mix mediums a little bit in film. So digital, HD, video, yeah, archival footage, and then 16 millimeter is actually mostly what I work in. I think there's a potential to create like new relationships between sound and image every time you make something. Recently, I've been making a lot of work dealing with family or family relationships. I had a professor that was making his own work and used students as part of his crew, and then that was a really big moment for me. It made it closed the gap between professional, quote-unquote, filmmakers and what I felt that I was or could be. Like, if I can be a part of this person's production team as an undergrad, then what could I do you know, outside on my own. And so I started making films in his class and then wanted to keep going and learn from other makers, which brought me to Chicago. I'm from California, although I have, yeah, spent a significant amount of my adulthood in Chicago. I currently live in Humboldt Park. I think there's many kinds of film communities in Chicago. There's a really, I think, great interconnectedness with the film people that I've definitely grown obviously fond of because now I know these people and have become involved. But yeah, I think it's really cool that <laughs> there's this connectedness that maybe I wasn't aware of when I first got here. As far as being in Chicago, yeah, I like being here as a filmmaker because I like the pace. <laughs> I make a lot of work about blackness and like defining blackness because it is simultaneously definable and indefinable. Like I think, you know, it varies depending on who you ask their age, where they grew up, their regions, their nationality, you know, blackness is so, there's such a multitude. And, you know, we're not a monolith, but we say we. So I think there's an interesting thing happening with like collective memory, but then also these pockets or dates or regions um, that are self-defining that make up, yeah, someone's particular sort of understanding and expression of blackness. I was told by another black person that I wasn't black. And I was like, oh, my God, what does that mean? Like, how do I understand that? And I I knew what she meant, but also I couldn't understand it. I think it definitely started the journey, I guess, into asking, I think, more concrete questions or more things with more concrete answers of like, okay, well, where did her definition come from? How did it build? into that moment, where does mine come from? And how does how does that tension sort of, you know, rub up against how someone else understands it? I think there's always, with any sort of identity qualifiers, like this question of enough. I'm sure many, many people have this <laughs> moment. You know, are you black enough? You know, where does enough come in? You could apply that with any any sort of language used to define identity. Are you this enough or that enough? Do I look like I belong to this, you know, identity group that I feel like I belong to or don't feel like I belong to? My name is Paige Tall. I'm a filmmaker, and this is what Chicago sounds like.
So especially with my earlier works, a lot of it was unsynced sound. So when people were talking, you didn't see them talk. Or if you did see them, it wasn't synced. And I think with that kind of slippage, it requires a different kind of listening, a different kind of attention to watch and listen simultaneously in a way that I think some filmmaking wants you to do is just sort of combine them and experience it in that way. I liked the potential or the freedom that like experimental film can provide in form, you know, playfulness specifically. Yeah, I liked being able to or like being able to, yeah, explore that relationship. Can something different come about by not just seeing what you're hearing or not just hearing what you're seeing? I made a film with my mom in 2016, 2017 called I Am. And she talks about moving from Kentucky to California and why that was significant to her in relation to herself and also in relation to her family. The imagery um, is a cheerleader who was on the cheerleading team at the University of Virginia at the time where I went to undergrad. In the audio, my mom is describing herself as this sort of black sheep, so to speak. I didn't want to stay. I didn't believe in this. I did believe in this. And I felt that I could find, you know, sort of like-mindedness in California. And then she was a cheerleader in high school in a, in a mostly white town in an all-white high school or mostly white high school. A lot of times, and also growing up in a basically a white community, um, means that most of my friends are white. And so... And so I thought it was interesting that there was this activity that demanded both a physical conformity and then also most likely an ideological conformity that sort of comes with belonging to a team that manifested sort of both personally and physically with uniforms and routines and stuff like that. And so I, I like that, like this person who says I'm different in these ways, but then belong to a group that required you to not be different. One of those moments uh, that I was describing earlier of like building a relationship between image and audio that maybe doesn't initially sort of exist without the relationship being sort of forced together. I think documentaries has a history that is very complicated that I'm not sure my work necessarily belongs to. I think it's an expanded form of filmmaking. I like that kind of excavation, which I definitely think uh, or I do know has a history and experimental film as a practice, as artists' practices. When you preface a work as documentary or strictly documentary, there's an expectation to learn something um, from the material. I've always been concerned about being didactic because I don't make these works for, for people to learn about what Blackness is. Um, you know, I make work about Black people, but I also make work for Black people. So the idea, right, is that if I'm talking about or making a thing about something like a learned behavior from the lived experience of being black, then I should hope that those who have the strongest response are also people who have that same experience. That doesn't mean it's the only people, you know, who have an experience watching the films, but I think there are different levels of being able to relate to material. I think one of the things I love about nonfiction is that people are already very interesting. And part of what I consider a very crucial to my job is listening. I teach film at University of Illinois at Chicago and then also at University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee and actually most recently um, with Chicago filmmakers. I think part of my job is learning to be flexible 
um, not only just as a person, but also um, in what and how to teach filmmaking. I had a professor in undergrad who would take his class on trips to film festivals. And so in 2016, he took us to the Ann Arbor Film Festival and it was just like nonstop for five days of like starting at 10 a.m. and going to 11 p.m. of like watching stuff. And I think watching is very much a part of my practice that I also try to encourage in my students. And I know they feel it's tedious, but I think it's a really phenomenal way of learning about how others make films and then also developing taste and what I would like to see in my own in my own work. My name is Paige Tall. I'm a filmmaker, and this is what Chicago sounds like. That feature was produced by Vocalo's Ari Mejia. You can check out more at vocalo.org slash shy sounds